besties, welcome back to a new episode of Hot Girl Habits with me, your host, Ellie Baird. So today we're going to be talking about habits, so building habits, habit looping, and how to basically build your way to success through habits, so getting rid of our bad habits and building up new good ones. So before we get into that, let's do our little weekly roundup, so what have I been up to the last week? So through the week, I just had work really, so been nice and busy with that. Um, and then this weekend, I've actually done loads this weekend. So um, I went to Salmina's for dinner on Friday. If you don't know about Salmina's and you live in Cov, it's so cute. It's like um, a Mexican, like little independent place and it's on Spawn Street, if you know, you know. Um, so good. And they do like mexican tapas, like it was so nice. Um, and then yesterday was Saturday. I went on a walk to Draycott Water. If, again, if you don't know, get to know because it's so nice. It's like this reservoir um, and it's in between Coventry and Rugby. Um, and it's just so lovely. Like it's like a five mile loop, really peaceful. Um, and then um, also went to Deshoom last night in Birmingham, um, which is like a, like, a, I think it's Indian cuisine, but it's, um, I would say it is because I had dal. But anyway, it was so nice. Um, I had the like black lentil dal. Oh my God, so nice. It's like really dark and like, what would be the word? Like moody? Do you know what I mean inside? Oh, so nice. So yeah, that's been my weekend and my week. Um, It's been very wholesome, very good. The lucky girl syndrome is in full swing. Um, So yeah, let's get on to the quote of the week, shall we? So today's quote of the week is going to be your daily habits have the power to change your life. So I thought this really related to the episode because we're going to be talking all things habits and how basically the small things, the small habits day to day are really what make up the big things in your life. So yeah, your daily habits really do have the power to change your life. Okay, so I did a poll on Instagram, um, as we know that's now how you say that word, um, saying that would you say you have mostly good or bad habits? Um, I only put it up an hour ago, but the response so far has been 50% good and 50% bad. Um, So me looking at who's voted, I do actually know pretty much everyone that's voted. And some of the people that have put bad, I'm thinking, honey, I think you've got great habits. But I guess like, I don't see everyone's like behind the scenes and like no kind of you know, what they do day to, like day to day at home, whatever, I don't necessarily know. But um, as an outside looking at them, I would say they've got great habits. So, I mean, it might just be that people are thinking of really specific things. They Maybe they've got bad habits that they want to remove. But yeah, I feel like people are being a bit harsh on themselves in the votes, but you know. Um, and I also asked um, examples of good habits you have and people have said reflecting, tidying, cleaning consistently as um, as I go as it saves time later I love that I think that's a really big one like not in that build up because I also think especially if you work from home or you spend a lot of time at home and your house is messy I think that can really put you in like a bad sort of like headspace for everything else so yeah love that one and um, we've got exercising which I think is obviously a really good one good for the mind the body all of that and um, we've got walking that's really really good as well um and we've got meal prepping and eating eating healthy food each day. So yeah, love those answers so far. Um, and then for, I also said um, examples of bad habits you have. And we've got too much tea. I'm trying to switch to green though and it's going well. I was actually at this person's house yesterday and they did offer me a green tea. So obviously she's got the green tea on lock. Um, and I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's realising that whatever these habits are that maybe we know aren't so good for us or whatnot... Um, it's thinking right well what can I switch that to that maybe isn't just removing it but is bringing something else in that's actually going to be a bit more beneficial to me Um, someone has said wasting time and poor time management I think that's quite a big thing isn't it because 
like time is something we can never get back and I always think time's so valuable and making sure that you're spending your time efficiently and doing doing things that make you feel good is is very important so um someone has said poor prioritizing um which I guess relate, relates back to the poor time management really like you know it's it is sort of sitting down with yourself and deciding what are your priorities um, what are you going to make sure you do this week? What's I do this actually. So I make like to-do lists, but on them I'll put like um, things that I like, you know, I'd ideally do if I get a bit of spare time this week. And then I also put things that are like essential that I'm going to do on specific days of the week. And there's no ifs and buts, they are happening. And I think that's really, really helpful. Um, and someone has said procrastinating. Um, I think that is quite a bad habit to have, I guess. And I think more so than anything, it's just maybe a lack of um, direction. Like if you don't actually know how you want to spend your day, you probably are just going to end up doing things that could be seen as procrastination but it's also important to remember that sometimes you're not procrastinating you do just need to relax and maybe scheduling in time to relax is a way around that so for example maybe I don't know schedule yourself two hours a day where you are just gonna you know maybe sit and watch a tv show or sit and I don't know what people do to procrastinate even scrolling on your phone right like let's if it's just something you enjoy and you know you're going to do it anyway like if you plan your day so it's like right I'm going to do all these tasks that I want to do I'm going to finish work I'm going to work out blah blah and actually the last hour of the day um or an hour at lunch or whatever I am just going to sit and I'm going to just mindlessly do something because sometimes that's not a waste of time sometimes that is just like relaxing you know um somebody said being unproductive and lazy knowing it will make me feel worse e.g endlessly scrolling so again I think it's it's thinking maybe why why do you want to endlessly sit and scroll like what is it that's making you feel like you want to do that is it because you are putting off tasks you don't want to do um is there a way you could maybe you know make it a little bit more make yourself feel a little bit more productive like for example like even just habit stacking right like let's say you like listening to a podcast maybe this one hmm? um you could listen to this and think right while I listen to it I'm gonna do the housework or I'm gonna go for a walk or I'm gonna do whatever um rather than maybe it's like I don't know sitting and kind of not really doing anything and again there's no reason why you couldn't just sit and like intake content like you couldn't just sit and scroll tiktok or whatever but actually it's probably not so productive so yeah I always think it's being just aware of like what you're especially with scrolling like being aware of what you are taking in like what are you what are you like looking at on social media and why do you feel the need to scroll like obviously they are designed like these apps are literally designed to be addictive so that's why you end up sitting on them for so long so it's maybe thinking like right I want to like you know listen to something or whatever maybe there's something I can listen to that's a little bit more um, beneficial for me so like let's say if you worked in marketing is there like a marketing podcast you could listen to um, or I don't know do you follow maybe marketing people on TikTok could you sit and watch that content because even though you might be mindlessly scrolling or endlessly scrolling or whatever they, everyone said in these answers like if you're actually taking in stuff that is beneficial for you like my TikTok feed is literally full of like business um, and like mindfulness and stuff like that and I think actually when I'm sitting and cat videos I'm not gonna lie but when I'm sitting scrolling through that I'm like I don't actually see this as a waste of my time as long as I'm not doing it instead of something that could be a lot more productive um so yeah it's definitely like just not being too hard on yourself and like you know almost allowing yourself to have the time to do that but almost and not necessarily having it scheduled in but if you've done everything else that you need to do and you actually are genuinely like right this is my time to chill there's nothing wrong really with sitting and scrolling on your phone as long as you're not doing it for hours like give yourself 15 minutes you know like and you can actually set those things on apps now can't you where it will only let you go on an app for a certain amount of time which could be good if you do feel like you've got a bit of a problem with scrolling on certain apps and another really good thing actually if you're quite addicted to your phone like that is um 
like I, there's actually science behind the fact that if you had like let's say you have a problem with scrolling on tiktok right because i do think it's like the most addictive app in my opinion um if you have that on like your front screen of your phone so you know when you unlock your phone like the thing that comes up if it's there and you can literally see the app and it takes one click um you're gonna use it so much more than if you put it in you know like the little folders on your phone screen or like if you moved it onto like a further page so it's just easier um a bit harder to like access there's like science behind that it basically is going to make you go on it way less because you're just making it harder to achieve that task. Like you're just putting like a little roadblock in the way. And it sounds so silly, but it's worth trying those things if you are someone that scrolls on your phone a lot. So yeah, that's pretty much all the answers to this week's Instagram polls. Um, I might just double check it at the end as well, if I remember, just because it's only, it's been up for like less than an hour. Um, Because I'm not really, well, basically because I was going to record this later and I ended up having a bit of time. So I was like, I'm just going to do it right now. So yeah, that's our responses this week. I love when you guys respond on Instagram, by the way. Please do that. If you don't follow us on Instagram, it's Hot Girl Habits um, Podcast. I always forget to say podcast at the end. Um, but yeah, Hot Girl Habits Podcast on um, Instagram tiktok and actually youtube which i'm going to upload all the episodes onto so if people want to like listen to them on there they can um for now they're not going to be a video they're just going to be like um the logo essentially and then i'm hoping eventually to get the videos up and going but yeah i just haven't haven't got that far into the figuring out the technology situation but yeah so great answer on the instagram poll guys um so let's move on to the episode Okay, so first of all, let's define what a habit actually is. So a habit is a settled or regular tendency of pra- or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. So it's something that you almost don't even think about, but you do every single day. It can be good, it can be bad, it can be something you want to do, it can be something that you don't actually want to be doing. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't add to your life. It's not something that's beneficial to you to do. Um, but yeah, so a habit, it can be good, it can be bad, but it's just something you kind of, t- you do um and you find relatively hard to give up so let's what is what defines a good habit right so a good habit is something that aligns with your intentions so a good habit is something that we're doing every day that aligns with our intentions we're not necessarily trying too hard to do it we do it almost automatically without actually thinking about it so for example like sounds silly but brushing your teeth is a habit and it's a habit that you've built up over so many years that it's so natural now to wake up in the morning, go and brush your teeth, and the same before you go to bed. And it's such a good habit to have because you know you learn years ago that if you do that, you're not going to have pain in your teeth, you're not going to have to go to the dentist and get teeth removed, it's not going to hurt when you eat certain foods, um, well, you're going to be able to eat certain foods because you've got good teeth. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of like an example of a habit that we all kind of do. Um, and then that's obviously a good habit. Another good habit could be going to the gym. It could be cooking homemade meals. And then on the other side, a bad habit could be drinking 10 cups of coffee a day. It could be, um, ordering takeout every day. It could be, um, watching back-to-back episodes of Netflix for six hours a day after you finish work and doing nothing else. Um, there's endless, endless, um, examples because obviously, most things we do are a habit, realistically. Um, so let's talk about how to build habits. Okay, so habit loops are basically how we build a habit, but they can also be really useful for getting rid of bad habits. So a habit loop is basically a cue, a routine, and a reward. And we don't necessarily know this, we don't think this every time it's happening, but we all do this, and it is actually how we have all our habits, whether they're good or they're bad. So the cue is the thing that kind of leads you to doing that habit. So whether it's, um, let's go back to the brushing the teeth one, I guess, right? So the cue might be 
that you get out of bed in the morning. The routine might be you walk to the bathroom and brush your teeth. And the reward is that your breath is all nice and minty and your teeth are less likely to decay, right? So that's the example of a habit loop that hopefully every single one of us do every single day. There's a lot of other versions of this though, right? So if you're somebody maybe who emotionally eats and you find yourself overeating whenever you're feeling stressed or anxious, um, let's use the example of anxious, right? So if you're someone who feels anxious and it leads you to maybe um, overeat or binge or whatever we want to call it. Um, so the cue might be you get an anxious feeling. Let's say your boss, um, I don't know, tells you that he wants to pull you for a chat. <laughs> um, and then the routine might be you feel anxious, so you go and you, um, you know, maybe eat, I don't know, a share bag of crisps and a big bar of chocolate and a tub of Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> and the reward is that because you've had that um, serotonin increase from, from doing that action, you feel a bit less anxious. Obviously, this is not a good habit loop to be in because over time, it's going to be bad for our health to be eating these kind of foods um, in this excess. So, we could change this habit loop and we could basically change this to, so the cue is going to be the same. So our boss just says whatever they say to us, we feel anxious. And our new routine could be that we sit and do some mindful breathing or we call a friend. I think that's a nice one because not everybody's so into thinking about their breathing, but you know, we've probably all got friends that we can call. So you're going to call a friend and you're just going to ask them, oh, how's your day going? Like, yeah, like, you know, what are you doing this evening? Blah, 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 blah. Little catch up. Cute, cute, cute. Me and my friends like to send voice notes, but same, same. Um, and then the reward is after that phone call, you're going to be feeling a little bit less anxious, um, feeling a lot happier. So yeah, that is an example of how we can change our habit loop. So we're going to change our response to the cue. So the cue is quite important because the cues are probably going to be happening no matter what, right? Like it's quite unlikely that you're going to be able to get rid of the anxious feeling that you get, but it is definitely possible to change our response to it. And if you do that enough times, it's actually going to make you realize, oh, wait, I don't need to eat that food to feel less anxious. I could call my friend and that's going to make me feel less anxious, right? So let's revisit um, in the poll when people were saying that they feel like they procrastinate, right? So let's say you work from home because I know a few of the people that answered that do work from home. So um, let's say you, you're not, your current thing is you sit down to do work on your bed because you're working from home and you're wearing your pyjamas and you're chilling. The hoodie's on, you know? And then the routine is... Um, that you get distracted, you end up scrolling on your phone and then the reward is that you've had a good time scrolling on your phone but actually the long-term situation is you're going to start to feel anxious because you've not got your words and your boss is going to go mad at you. So we could change up this um, routine by... We could, we could add a new cue, right? So we could set, we could get ourselves a desk and we could say, I'm going to sit at my desk and I'm going to do my work. And being in the environment of sitting at that desk is going to make your brain associate it with sitting and doing work so the cue could be I sit down at my desk my desk is set up I've got a cup of water my laptop whatever I need and then the routine for this is we're going to be productive we're going to get work done we're going to hit all our targets and the reward for this is you're going to feel productive your boss is going to be happy with you you're going to get them bonuses at the end of the month whatever you do I don't know how your job works but yeah so it's thinking of it this way like what what is it that's making me procrastinate is it because I am sat on my bed in my pajamas is it because I haven't actually got that desk set up? Is it because my phone isn't on do not disturb? Because you could add that as a cue, right? Like you could sit at the desk, put the phone on do not disturb. Then the routine is going to be that we're going to get work done. Like we're not on our phone, we're not scrolling. And again, the reward is that we're being productive, we're getting our work done. We feel good for that. 
Um, another example could be um, you your cue could be going and doing a food shop, right? Then your routine is that you eat homemade, good food, nutritious food every day. And the reward for this is that you feel good, you feel energized, um, and it's essentially going to stop you being in a loop of ordering food, right? So your current cue might be that you you finish work and you go on the delivery app, you order food, the routine is that you eat the like the takeout food, pizza, whatever it is. And then the reward for this is that you feel good in the moment, but actually in the long run, it's not actually helping you achieve maybe your fitness, health goals, or it just leaves you feeling low energy and sluggish. So yeah, I think it's realizing that like you can create a habit loop out of anything you want. And if you're unhappy with, like let's say maybe right now you go on your phone and you order Deliveroo, maybe we delete the Deliveroo app and then that part of that queue, it's not there anymore. So you'd have to actually physically download the app and whatever. Whereas if you've actually done our other new habit loop, so you've gone into your food shop, then you're just going to make the food that you've done on the food shop and then we're going to feel good, we're going to feel energised and we've therefore removed the bad habit loop. So yeah, and this could also relate to doing exercise, right? So currently maybe, I've spoke about this in an episode before actually, but maybe currently your cue is that you finish work and you get in the car and you um, drive home, you sit on the sofa, you put Netflix on, um, you order your delivery and we don't really move for the rest of the evening, right? But if we changed our cue so we get in the car to drive home from work and we drive straight to the gym the routine is then that we do a workout at the gym and the reward is that we get our endorphin release we feel good and our body's going to change over time and that's going to make us feel good it's going to help us achieve our fitness goals we're going to you know feel like the best version of ourselves and that could just be another habit loop which is beneficial to you Um, and I guess you could link all of those ones together really couldn't you like if you if you're doing the new little gym routine and then you're not doing the delivery one, we've done the one where we do a food shop. Like all of these things can really benefit your life and make you feel so much healthier, so much more energized. Um, so yeah, so that is basically how you remove a habit loop that you don't want. You just need to become aware of what cue leads you to doing that thing, right? So whether it's let's say you're someone that eat that that drinks like 10 cups of coffee a day like obviously this isn't good for us it's affecting our sleep it's affecting our energy levels and not in a good way um to your current cue might be that you start to feel a bit of a dip in energy you go get a coffee you the well the routine is you get a coffee and the reward is you get a small energy boost but then you actually get that dip afterwards so our new cue could be you start to feel a little bit um a little bit like tired a little bit whatever um and maybe if someone currently that like skips meals so the new thing could be right I'm gonna go and have my lunch um because maybe it's reached lunchtime by this point so you sit you have a nutritious lunch and the reward is that you're energized for the rest of the afternoon um and then same after work we're feeling the we're feeling the dip in energy routine is we have our dinner our nutritious dinner and reward is we feel energized again so yeah it's kind of just thinking like right what do I need to replace these things with right and the same with the coffee one, you could actually just replace it with, right, I'm going to go and have a peppermint tea because more so than anything, sometimes it's not actually the coffee that you want. It's just like the feeling of having the cup in your hand and that feeling. So you could think, right, if I have like a peppermint tea, it's not affecting me on the caffeine side. It's beneficial for my body anyway to have. Um, and the reward is going to be that your energy levels aren't going to be like peaking and troughing all day long. So yeah, habit loops are definitely a really, really, really good way to to get rid of bad habits, to build up good ones, to swap cues and routines and rewards. Um, and it's just becoming like really self-aware of why 
of why you have these certain loops and what triggers them and what situations lead you to do certain things that you don't want to do or that you do want to do and what can you do more what can you do less so yeah just kind of sit with yourself become really aware of that and then yeah build up some loops that make sense for you so I mean you might even want to write down now like right what what is it that I don't want to do anymore like what is it is it that like maybe binge eating is it going out and drinking loads every weekend is it um, I don't know, skip in the gym and just think, right, what what causes me to do that? What's the cue that makes me do that? And then it's like, right, so how can I change that? Or what what could I do to respond to that cue instead? Um, that's gonna be a lot more beneficial for me. And I just think it's such a really good way, a really good way to think about sort of like our lives and the things we do without even really thinking about it. So yeah, habit loops are amazing. We love them. Okay, so another really good way to implement our habits is through habit stacking. So we can actually bring the habit looping into this, but basically, if you want to start doing something, like let's say something really small, right? You want to start taking a multivitamin every day. So maybe at the moment, you every morning, you brush your teeth, you go downstairs, you put the kettle on, um, and you make a cup of tea, um, like first thing in the morning. So you're already standing putting that kettle on. So if you leave your multivitamins next to the kettle, you can just take them every morning while you wait for the kettle to boil. Like you're actually already there. You're already doing that one habit and you'll start to associate, put the kettle on, grab the multi in, pack it and have it there. So it's kind of something you already do that you're just adding to and making even more beneficial for yourself. So I think that's a really good way to um, think of it. And it could also be like, right, I want to start, <coughs> I want to start, um, don't mind me, got a bit of a sore throat over here. Um, I want to start, um, I don't know, doing a little bit more cardio, right? So for me, um, whenever I want to do a bit more cardio, um, I pop myself on the stepper and I'll do my work admin on the phone at the same time. Two habits that I want to do, but I'm managing to kind of tick two things off at once. Um, and I would be doing either of them anyway. I would just do them separately. So why not bring them together? And one, it's time efficient. So as we spoke about in the bad habits on the poll, a lot of people felt like they weren't productive with their time. So maybe habit stacking is the perfect way to actually do those things and I don't know we could actually have this with the so we could get on the stepper at the gym and we could do our food shop on our phone to be delivered to our house and then we've brought in a really good habit loop of get doing a food shop every week being able to home cook food and feeling good eating nutritious food rather than ending up just ordering delivery so it's kind of thinking like what could I stack together what could I get done all at once to be a lot more beneficial use my time better um, and also it's just an easier way to remember to do those new things like if you're trying to remember to do something new every single day it's kind of hard if it doesn't fit into your day so that way it does fit into your day and you're going to achieve it so much easier okay another tip on building habits is to stagger starting them so if you've decided right that's it I'm on my fitness kick it's here it's happening I'm going to be a healthy girly like if you decide that and then decide to go from I don't know like eating takeout not working out never going on a walk, um, what else is a healthy habit? I don't know, smoking, um, maybe, and drinking every weekend. So all those five things. If you decide that on Monday, that's it, that is it. New new week, new me, that's it. I'm not doing any of those things. I'm not smoking, I'm not drinking, I'm not ordering takeout, I'm going to the gym instead of coming home and watching Netflix, um, and I'm getting my steps in every day, right? If you suddenly go from doing none of those things to trying to do all five, the overwhelm and as soon as you have a day where you don't do one you're probably gonna think oh well I've messed it up anyway so I may as well I've I've ordered a, a pizza so I might as well have a fag while I wait for it <laughs> like you're gonna and I might get a glass of wine out you know like it's kind of like not thinking of it as doing everything at once so maybe you think right 
this week I'm gonna I'm gonna cut down smoking. I'm I'm not gonna smoke. Like that's that's it. Like I'm not doing that anymore. And then let's say you build that up, you're able to do that for the week, then maybe the following week or even a few weeks later, like you don't even have to do them in close succession. You're gonna think, right, I'm gonna delete that delivery app. I'm not going I'm not ordering from there anymore. And then I'm gonna go and do my food shop. That's my new thing. And then maybe we get used to that. Then it's like, right, I'm gonna start going on walks. I'm gonna go on a walk every day for 20 minutes. That's in my routine now. We get used to doing that. Then it's like, right, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start going to the gym three times a week. These days, these times, I'm going to this class or whatever it is. Um, and it's kind of just building it up that way. Like you don't need to just do everything at once because it can become quite overwhelming, especially, especially in a way if all the things are related. Because as soon as you don't do one, you kind of like, well. I told myself I was someone who is, you know, fit and healthy, but I'm not because I've not I've done this one thing that's not fit and healthy. It doesn't fit that that thing I was trying to be. So yeah, sometimes staggering the starting of these things can really, really help. Um so that is an important thing to keep in mind, really. Like don't overwhelm yourself and also don't feel like you failed if you don't do these things because it's all about the journey, like enjoying the journey, getting to where we want to be. Like we're not going to be perfect from the get go. Okay, another tip is to look at your environment. So are there certain environments that make you feel uninspired, that make you feel unmotivated, that make you do things you don't want to be doing? For example, if you're trying to cut out alcohol and you're going to a club every weekend, you're probably not going to be able to cut out alcohol. And not that you need to cut out alcohol, like it's not a really bad thing to have a drink. But let's say you're someone who binge drinks gets absolutely paralytic can't remember anything and you're trying to not do that but you're still going to the club every weekend realistically that environment isn't helping you achieve that goal so what you probably need to do is make plans for each weekend which are going to be a lot more beneficial for you so I don't know maybe like going for dinner with your friends or um I don't know cute daytime plans like go for a nice walk somewhere um go for lunch like go and do a workout class with your friend go and the options are endless, you know, go and have a movie night with your friend, like just do things that probably are maybe aren't that environment that is leading you to do the thing you don't want to do. Same with the working from home, right? If your environment when you work from home is that you sit on your bed, but then you find yourself scrolling on your phone, well, it's probably because you're all cozy, you sat on your bed, you're not really in a mindset to sit and be productive. Whereas if you can sit yourself on a desk, or even if it obviously everyone's work from home situation is different, even if you need to sit at the dining table, whatever it is, like associate, try and have a place that you do associate with doing work. So ideally not the dining table, because you probably associate that with like dinner time, but ideally a desk, obviously everyone's situation is different. And hopefully that's going to put you into a mindset of, when I sit here, I'm doing work, I'm being productive, my phone's on do not disturb. And it will just help you build up that habit loop of said environment. Because um, it's like right now, let's go back to the club example. Your habit loop in, in the club is the queue is, I get to the club. The routine is, I order 10 Jaegers and the reward is, I'm drunk. I'm white girl wasted, right? So that's the queue, our current one for that. Whereas the new thing could be like, the queue is, um, um, I don't know. I'm out for a nice meal with my friend. The routine is, I just order a Diet Coke. And the reward is, I'm not hungover the next day. I feel good. I remember the night. I've got no anxiety. You know, like, it literally all relates back to that habit loop. So, yeah, environment is really important. And this as well can be even, like, the people you're around. Like, you might be around people, like, who do these things that you don't want to do anymore. And maybe you need to remove yourself from them a little bit. And you don't even need to tell them. Like, you don't need to say to them you're bringing the bad, bad vibes, you can just say to them, like, look, well, you, you don't even say anything, you just say, oh, I'm actually busy this weekend, I'm um, I'm going for dinner with my other friend, I'm doing this, I'm not going to be coming to the club, like, you know, 
It's just sort of making those changes to your environment and helping it kind of actually align with what you want to achieve. Um, so yeah, we're into that. Get a good environment around you. Okay, another tip for building up habits is to not take more than two days off. Okay, obviously, if you're really sick, if you're on holiday, obviously you can take more than two days off these habits. But if you're at home in the environment where you usually are and you're not poorly and you're just taking them off for smaller reasons, then really try not to take more than two days off of these things. So for example, if we've got into a really good habit of going to the gym on our way home from work, and then on Monday night, we've got um, a dinner after work, so we're not going to the gym. Tuesday night, um, we decide like, oh, I can't really be bothered tonight. I'm gonna have a rest day. Wednesday night, we've got something else on after work. Thursday night, it's it's really easy to then on Thursday think, oh God, I can't really be bothered to go. Like, I don't remember the feeling of the the reward. I don't remember the endorphin release. I don't I don't recall it right now. So I've not been in a few days. Like, I'm just going to leave it. Whereas if you had that meal on your Monday night and then Tuesday night got straight back into it, you'd be remembering that feeling of the endorphins on Wednesday and you'd, you'd make sure you go, you know? So even if it means doing slightly different versions of things, like maybe some nights you've only got half an hour to go spend at the gym, like, that's fine. Maybe just... You know, you don't need to be in the full, full, full routine every single day. But but if you can limit those days off, that will be really, really beneficial for you with regards to not losing that habit or routine. So yeah, even if it means like, let's say you, you are feeling a little bit under the weather, obviously don't go and do a hardcore workout, but maybe you can go on a walk or maybe even get yourself to the gym, but just do something light, like a walk and a stretch. And yeah, it's not your full on routine as in you're not maybe following your workout plan or whatever, but it is going to make you feel good and it is going to keep you in that routine. So when you are feeling better, it's much easier to get into it. And obviously, like, it really depends. Like, if you are genuinely, like, so ill, can't go, obviously don't go to the gym. But if it's more like a bit of a, oh, I can't really be bothered today or I'm just feeling a little bit tired, maybe just get yourself there anyway. Do something small and it's still going to be better than doing nothing. But more importantly, it's going to keep you in that habit loop and stop you getting rid of it. Okay, and that is all of my tips today on building habits. So I hope that's been useful for you. Obviously, our habit loop is a very visual thing, but I'm hoping that you can kind of understand the concept and understand how to use it to kind of get rid of those bad um, habits we've got, build some good ones. And obviously, what's a bad and a good habit might vary for different people. Like not everybody's going to see something as being bad and not everyone's going to see it as being good. So it's very personal to you. Um, But yeah, hopefully you can use that. Really acknowledge those cues. Acknowledge what makes you do the things you don't want to do that don't align with yourself. Um, And yeah, hopefully that can really help you out. So thanks so much for listening, guys. Um, I've had so much love on our little um, Lucky Girl Syndrome podcast that I did last week. So if you haven't listened to that, head over and listen to it. Um, But yeah, thanks so much for listening. If you want to give us a follow, so my personal accounts are, it's lbird on Instagram, so E-L-L-B-I-R-D, and Ellie Bird Fitness on YouTube and TikTok. And then for the podcast, it's Hot um, Hot Girl Habits Podcast on... um, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. So specifically, if you follow us on Instagram, I do a poll there like every week before the episode so you can like get involved, leave your comments. Um, and yeah, it's just nice to like get involved. And it's really nice for me like to know you guys like opinion on things. Because um, obviously there's only me kind of giving my opinion. And I always think like, oh, it's, it's so nice knowing what other people think about these things and how people kind of feel about these things. Um, and just actually relaying back to the Instagram, um I've just checked the poll and it's now on would you say you have mostly good or bad habits is now 40% good and 60% bad so more of you think you've got more so bad habits than good so hopefully now you've listened to this episode you can you know use all the information 
and turn it into more good habits than bad. So start working on your habit loop, start being really self-aware of what leads you to do the things you don't want to do. Um, and yeah, thanks so much for listening, guys. I will see you next week. So new episode every Wednesday. See you next Wednesday. Bye. Thank you.